Hello everybody, welcome back. We're doing Da'af HaShavu Yavamis, Da'af Lamed Ches And we're beginning um, seven lines from the top. Safik v'yabam shabo lachlik v'nechasei sabah. So we're talking about a Safik who is a Safik if he's the son of the original brother or if he's the son of the Yabam. Savi ben Tasha Larishin ben Shavala Achrin. So you don't know whose son he is, of the dead brother or of the living brother. And now they, the grandfather, who is the father of both the Yavam and the Yavam's brother, who might be the possible father of the Suffolk. So this Suffolk showed up to be Yerish, and the Yavam shows up to be Yerish's father. So the Suffolk claims that he's really the son, not of the Yavam, but of the original brother. So he therefore stands in the place of his father to be Yerish, the grandfather of Pagadidihu, and he deserves to get half of the inheritance. Yavam Amr Adroy the Diyat. No. The Yavam says, you're my son, and therefore there's no other Yerish other than me. You get nothing. I mean, you'll be Yerish me eventually. But as far as the grandfather is concerned, you get nothing. So have Yavam Vaday. So the Yavam is certainly a Yerish, and the Suffolk only has the status of a Suffolk. He might or might not be a Yerish. So you have a Suffolk up against a Vaday, and Suffolk must be Vada. What if it's the Suffolk and the children of the Yavim? The Yavim's not alive anymore. So both the older generation died on both ends. And they both came now to be Irish to be derived up the grandfathers in the Chassim. Suffolk Amra Hu Bar Mitnahu Pagadidihu. So the Suffolk says, I am the son of the dead, the original dead brother, and therefore I get half. They say, no, you are our brother. Umanta Islach Bahadan, you get part of the Chalukah with us, you divide it up with us, but you don't get half, you uh, get uh, a portion. So we're assuming there's two other brothers, two other of these, uh, B'nai Yavam, so you get a third. So Palgadukamaydullahu Shak, so he's mighty that they get half, and he gets the other half, and he gets the other half. So the half he missed they get, so they get it, and they divide it up into quarters. And they agree that he should get at least a third, so he gets that. So how much is left after you have a third and a half? Pashludanka uh, is a sixth left that hasn't been accounted for, and that sixth, does it go to them, or does it go to him? And Cholkan, you divide it up into twelfths. So they get one twelfth, he gets one twelfth, so he ends up with five twelfths, and they end up with the remaining seven twelfths. Saba v'yabam menichsi safik. And what if the Saba, the grandfather, and the Yavam are coming to be, to divide up the nechassim of this safik son, who might be the son of the original brother, whereupon his true Yerish is his grandfather, or he might be the son of the Yavam, whereupon he, the Yavam is the Yerish of his son. Or the Sav, the grandfather, and the Safi are coming to divide up this, the, the Chasm of the Yavam, who the Safi claims now it's in his advantage that the Yavam should be his father. That's a Maman and Basavi and Chalkam. Why? Because neither is a Vada Yerish. Both of them, uh, are only a Yerish as the other one's not a Yerish. Whereas in the original case of the Safi, and the Saba, the, the, the Suffolk and the Yavam and the Saba, the Yavam is going to be Yerish the Saba regardless. So he's a Vade as far as the, the Saba is concerned. Then we said Suffolk Vade and Suffolk must be Vade. Here, they're both, uh, only one's only Yerish, the other one's not. So it's Suffolk of Suffolk and Mamanabudu of Suffolk of Chalkim. Zok the Mishnah, Shemeris Yabam Shenaflul on the Chasim, Muidum Bisham Bissel Shemeris and Asanis Vikam. So Shemeris Yabam, that is a woman who is waiting for Yibum, 
Rashi explains it over here. It's the first time in the Mesechta. Shemaris Yavim's person is waiting to be eaten. So Shemaris Yavim shenafla nechasim, she got an inheritance. Her uh, father passed away. Moedim Hashem b'sel shemacharsim sends v'kaim. So both Hashem and b'sel both agree that she could l'chachila sell it if she likes and give it as a matana if she likes. And it works. And the Yavam who's waiting to be miyabim her has no right to interfere. Now, a regular lady that gets married um, and then has an inheritance, so her husband has automatic control over that inheritance, and he gets, gets comes the status of nechsimulog. All money is that she brings into the the marriage. He gets to keep the parish. She gets to keep the goof. She can't sell it because he still needs to get the parish. He can't sell it because she gets the goof. And it stays that way. But here, you're not quite there yet. You're, she's a Shemaris Yavam, and therefore she could sell and give, and it's kind. Well, we'll explain a little bit more, as we'll see. Mesa, what happens when she dies? Mayasu, we need to figure out a few things that she owns, how to divide it up. So Mayasu, big subasa. First of all, being that her husband, her first husband died first, so she was entitled to a ksuba from his nachasim, 200 or 100. So who gets that? And what do you do with the nechsemulog that she had brought into the marriage? Who gets it? So if she's considered the husband, the wife of the second guy, he gets it. If she's not, then her her mishpacha gets it, her father, uh, or, or whatever. So b'shamay emrim yechloiku yershabal The b'shamay says that the yershabal, which is the 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 yavam, in other words has an equal claim as the Yershahab, her, her Yershim, and they split it. So, I mean, the Chasim stay in whoever has them, and that depends. Ksuba, if you want to be, pay, get paid up for the Ksuba, that remains with Cheskis Yershabal, that's in the, the Baal's family, they're Yershid, they're Yersh, the dead brothers, so they get to keep that, they don't have to pay it out. The Chasim and the Chasim and the which are essentially hers, are Becheskas Yershahab, they remain in the possession of the Yershahab. Kansa, but if he married her, he was miyabim her harekish lechal davar. Then she's his wife for everything. But ksuba, she can only collect from the nechasim that belong to her original husband. That's the mishnah. Now let's try to understand what's going on in this mishnah. Mishnah reisha the pligi, mishnah sefer the pligi. So Gemara's kasha is: Why is it that in the reisha when she's a shemeres yabim and the nechasim fall to her, we say everybody agrees she's mecheres and a sanes v'kaim? So it sounds like it's totally hers, and the yabim has absolutely no claim. So why then, when she dies, all of a sudden b'shamei holds that the yabim can come dancing in with his claim? Uh, if she would have been alive, she would be totally hers and not yours, and she could sell it even lechatchila. So then it should go to her family and not to the yabim. So Amar Ula Reisha the Nafla Kashina Sua. The beginning of the mission is talking about I'm sorry, Shura Nafla Kashia Rusa, that the Nachasim fell to her while she and I'm sorry, she fell the Yibum when she was only a Rusa, meaning she hadn't been fully married to the first brother, she only had Kedusha, she did not have any suin, so she was only partially married to him. And say for the Nafla Kashina Sua. And the end of the mission is talking about when she fell the Yibum after she already had Nisuin with the first brother, she had been fully married to him. Because Avraullah, Zikas Arusa, Oysa Safik Arusa, Zikas Arusa creates a situation of Safik Arusa, which means Yavam, a Yavama, when she becomes a Yavama through Arisin, is a step down from Arisin. She's only a Safik Arusa, that's her status. And we just turn the Ambud and Zikas Nisuin, Nisua, Oysa Safik Nisua, Zikas Nisua, uh, makes a suffix nusua. So, wh- what is, how does that explain what's going on over here? So, Mars explains. Zika Zarusa, I said a suffix which is the ratio of the mission. The beginning of the mission is talking about that she fell when she was only an Arusa and she turned into Zika Zarusa. That makes only a, a getter of a suffix Arusa. And that's why she can sell Chachila. Do you sell Kadadah Vale Arusa? Because if her status would be as a, yeah, real Mukudeshas to this brother, 
then would you say that Vesil is Moidu that she could sell it and give it as a matana? And it's kaim vatna nafu nechasim mishnesaras to b'sham em timkar b'sham he says that is her mekel and she could sell it lechachila when she this is talking about a regular married woman but she's not married she was only heiress and was only kedushin on nisud and then she got a inheritance so b'sham he says that ah, you're not really married you're only heiress and you could sell it b'salam nemli timkar you can't sell lechachila. But, but at least everybody agrees that if if you sell it or give it as a matana, it works. But Armish has said she could even sell it l'chadchila. So clearly a Zika's uh, Arison, which is what the Armish is talking about, is not the same as Arison, where Basil says l'chadchila you can't sell it. Armish says you could l'chadchila sell it. Shmamina, Zika's Arusa is a Safik Arusa. It only makes you a quasi Arusa, and therefore you could even sell l'chadchila. That's the ratio of Mishnah. And, Save for the mission is talking about a nisua. She fell from nisua, and zikas nisua is a suffering nisua. The isal kedaito vada nisua. If you're going to say it's a vada nisua, then b'shamay emirichleki. Why would b'shamay say that you divide up your shabalam, your shahab? Hatnan nafla nechasim mishanisas. A regular married woman, when it falls nechasim to her, she gets an inheritance. El vel meidim shemachar nasa shabalam itzmiad al kuchayz. Everybody agrees, both b'sham v'sil, that if she tries to sell it or give it as a matana, the bal could take it away from the kuchayz because he has a, a real schus peris here. It's not fully in possession of the Baal or the Yavim in this case. So, this is the first approach, Ulo's approach. Amalei Rabba, that can't be the difference between the ratio and the Sefer of the Mishnah, that one is talking about a fall from Erevsin, and one is talking about a fell from Nisuin. Why? Because I admittedly begoof of Misa, then why does the Sefer of the Mishnah, who is coming to tell me the Yichsayid Halacha of Naflokit Mei Nisuin, why do we suddenly switch the case to the selling the guf, or who gets the guf of the whole Nechasim, these Nechasim Nechnas Vietzimimah, that, um, why, why do we talk about that after she dies? Let's look at the Chayah. We could talk about it, the same thing as the Reisha, the Mishnah, while she's alive in the pairs. And who gets the pairs? Do they divide it? According to Bishamin, if they do divide it, and, and you can't sell it, etc. Why do we change the case that suddenly she died? What's the advantage of changing that case? El Both the Reisha and the Sefer are talking about that it fell when she, well, she fell, I'm sorry. She fell a Yibum from Nisun. The Zika is Nisua Isis of Nisua. And it's true that the Zika of falling from Nisua is only a Safi Nesua. She's a quasi Nesua now to the Yavam. Therefore, Reisha the Ikaima, Reisha, while she's alive, and she's the one who's claiming these inheritance for herself, Havala Ihivada, she's certainly the one who is entitled to this inheritance. The Inu Safik, and they're only a Safik, the husband is only a Safik. Therefore, he can't claim it, because and she can sell a Chachila. Safer than Mesa, but once she dies, then Halalu Boyin Lerish, the both the husband and the her Yerushim are coming to inherit her. They're both equally as a Safik, and Yechleiku, that's why he divided up. So that's why it's the difference between the Reish and the Sefer is whether she's alive or dead, because that's the whole meaning of our Mishnah, and that's how Rabbi explains our Mishnah. But now Abai has a problem. Are you going to tell me that according to Bishamah, the reason why he's Moida in the Bereisha of the Mishnah when she's alive, why she has full control is because she's a Vade and the Ainsabi Mitzvah Nevada. Abishamah doesn't hold like that. Well, it's not an awful bias all of all of it, but the house falls and kills. A, a son and his father, Olav al Marishav, his son on, and uh, someone in, uh, and people who, are, who could in, set, potentially inherit him. But how you all of, uh, who can actually give him, uh, I don't know what the word for that is, they, they can uh, pass on the to him. 
So, Hayu Olo Ksibasisha, and this son, who happened to be broke, had owed money. He owed a Ksibasisha, he owed his wife's uh, um, Ksuba, or Bachayv, he owed money. And it, it depends who died first. We don't know who died. They're both dead, but we don't know who died first. So if the father died first, so then he gave over his inheritance to his son, and then the people who uh, he owes money to can come and collect. If he died first, then on the contrary, he died broke, penniless, and the father keeps his nechassim, and then when the father died afterwards, he was mayrshit to whoever else is the Irish, not the son. So, how you all the son died first, and then the father died, and uh, he doesn't owe you any money, and uh, that's that's all the nechassim go to the other yarshim. The Bachayv says, "Av meis rishin." The father died first. and then the son died, and he was Yerush the father, and therefore we have now a claim on that money. So they split it. The chassam remain with the yarshim, not with the balichayv. The Yerushav have a vade claim to this money because regardless, they um, are Yarshim here. And Ubalchayv is a suffix, and Machayv is only a suffix that maybe he has a claim if the son died um, second. Because the suffix must do and according to Bishamai, they allow the Balchayv to get 50%. Why is the suffix must be do The Yarshim are Chayr of because they get it no matter what. So the Gemara says, Kesavri Bishamai, in other words, the Balchayv has to collect it from them. So, Kesavri Bishamai, Shtar Ha'ev and Ligwis Kigavidami. The Bishamai holds that it's as if the Balchayv already collected it. As soon as he has a Chayv on this guy, it's Shtar Ha'ev and Ligwis Kigavidami. And therefore he's a Vade too, or equally as Vade as them. And how do I know that Bishamai holds that a Bashtar Balchayv has the status of a Vade because it's as if he collected his Chayv already? Someone made his wife into a Saita, he gave her a warning, and she was Miyachet. Uh, and then the husband died before they, she had a chance to drink. Her, the, the Maim, the, the Mesaita. Now, what's the story? The question is, does she have a right to collect her Ksuba? If she's a Saita, she was Mazana, she has no Ksuba. So, now that you're not giving her a choice to drink, uh, she's entitled to get her Ksuba. Either they can drink or that they are not going to get their ksuba. Now the Gemara says, what do you mean they can drink? That's not a choice. You can only drink if the husband's still alive. The Pasik says the husband has to bring the wife to drink the Mesaita. They still mean to say that since they don't drink, therefore they do not get their ksuba. They remain as if they were Mavade Mizana and they don't get their ksuba. It's only not a vada, it's only a suffix. Suffix is a no, suffix is a no. We don't know if she's mazana or not. So it's a suffix if she's entitled to her ksuba. And here, this suffix suba, according to Bishame, has the right to collect uh, at least 50%. Why is that? Why don't we say she's a suffix? Then the, whoever is Yerush, the husband, is a vada. Why should he have to pay her her ksuba? Her ksuba is a star hoimid likvois and it's kigavidami, so she's considered a vada. So why didn't I bring the riot to begin with from this case in Saita? So that would be clear that the Yusait is because of Shtar and Ligus Gavidami. So my answer is Dilma Ksubasishani. He had a far to say that maybe Ksubasisha works differently, not because of Shtar and Ligus Gavidami, or we we say only by Ksubasisha, Shtar and Ligus Gavidami, because we want women to get married, we want them to be happy about their marriage, so we want to give them as much power as possible. So we gave her this extra power of Shtar and Ligus Gavidami, and this extra protection, and she'll get her money. 
after the husband dies. Frankly, Marvel Okay, so let him ask from Subudimasnisan. Our Mishnah, which uh, the the husband died, and there's no chain because the woman died. She's there too now, and uh, we want to know who gets the ksuba. Does her yershim get her? Does the husband keep it? So over there, loy um, pligi. They don't. Uh, the shami doesn't doesn't argue, and that's what I was asking. When I asked, loy pligi in our mishnah, the shami doesn't argue. He they might have thought and have me. The shami says yechleiku in our case of our mishnah too. So you should have asked from the ksuba of our mishnah and proven that. I mean, the answer is no, you're reading the Mishnah wrong. Bishami doesn't argue on Ksuba. Bishami only argues on the Chasm and the Chasm Emes. The Imar explains, well, I, Bishami doesn't argue, but how Katani Mesa, my Asif Ksubasa, and the Chasm and the Chasm Emesimim, what do you do with her Ksuba and the Chasm, the Nechsim will look that come with her. Bishami, I mean, like, Bishami seems to say, you divide both. Yerusha Abal and Yerusha Abba, Basil, I mean, the Chasm and the Chasm. Basil says each one keeps, uh, what, what's, uh, appropriate for them. So, Imar says, no, you're reading the Mishnah wrong. Hachigamma. Mesa, my so what should you do with the ksuba? With Shavka, we don't really deal with that until Basil starts talking. And then we talk about Nechasam and Nechasam Yitzimimah, and that's where Bishami is discussing when they say Yechleiku. Yerushah they agree, like Basil, that Nechasam and the ksuba remains the property of the, the husband, and therefore you can't prove that Bishami holds, in our mission at least, you can't prove that Bishami holds, um, Shtarim Ligwais Kigavi Dami. Amravashi, Mestisanami Dekis, Maduik in our mission that way, Diktani Yechleiku, Yersha Baal, and Mirsha Av, it says that the Yersha Habal have to come to extract it from the Yersha Av, Ulokitani Yersha Av, Mirsha Baal, and it doesn't say the other way around, so it sounds like we're not, Bishami is not discussing uh, something that the Baal intrinsically has, which would be the Ksuba, he's only talking about something which the Fakert, the Yerusha Av intrinsically have, which are the next say, Milog. Excellent. Have a good night and a wonderful Shabbos.